I'm Deva Flowers. And I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. Welcome to Creating Leaders of Character. Our purpose in creating this podcast is to help you empower yourself as a leader. Specifically as a leader of character. Deva and I come from two very different times. You might consider me an old school kind of leader. And I'm what might be considered an emerging leader. As different as our perspectives may be, we both agree that leading with character is important these days. Actually, it's always been important. Now, it may even be critical. Throughout this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, not to convince you to think like either of us, but to help you develop your own perspectives and apply them to make you a better leader. A leader of character. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Well, hello, Mom. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm in a yeah. good mood. Oh, good. Good. The baby been good and sleeping and all that yet? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remind myself that it, he doesn't have to be asleep all the time and that it's good that he's awake. Um, yeah. So he's he is a, awake a lot more often nowadays. And I, I love playing with him. He's smiling a lot and trying to, I feel like he's already trying to talk. He's only two months old, but he's making lots of noises. Is he? Well, that's yeah. good. Well, in the last, uh, I guess, the last couple of episodes that we've been talking since uh, Joel was born, we've been talking about how a motherhood uh, is a character developer. So have you noticed that your, your character is changing or um, maybe not so much changing, but maybe getting a little bit more focused? Yeah, I'm still doing school, which I think is a, enough of a distraction. Um, but I'm excited for this upcoming uh, fall break we have going on. I have a week off and then we have finals and then I have another three weeks before the next semester. Well, so then good. I get to be full mommy mode. Yeah. Um, maybe it'll make the next semester much harder. Who knows? <laughs> well, yeah, you, you never know. And the good yeah. thing, and I, I think uh, what you've reported to me so far is that he's been healthy and that's the key. As long yeah. as he's healthy and, you know, the worst thing uh, and what it really is, no kidding, and I, I hope you don't ever see it, but uh, chances are you will. The big character builder is when they get sick because mm -hmm. you can't do anything about it. You know, they're, they're not big enough to tell you it hurts here, mommy, or yeah. whatever, you know. And um, so they'll uh, they'll do the best they can to just uh, uh, maintain their um, their uh, fitness. But some, you know, a bug gets them. And, and I, I don't know that it's true, David, but I hear, you know, and we've got two of them and I guess it worked out that uh, it's not so bad when they get a, like a little cold and all that stuff when they're young, yeah. because they develop immunities that they won't have if they don't get sick and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, hopefully God willing, he won't get sick enough that Thank it, you. it gets bad, but he's bound to, you know, get the sniffles and all that stuff. So, and uh, you know, I, I think I've told you that my daughter Elise has four, and when one of them gets sick, mm. all six of them get sick. Yeah. You know, they just got to take turns. So you Oof. guys better get used to it. There again, more character. Uh, uh -huh. you'll, uh, you'll adjust, but uh, and you'll get through it. We all do. So it's just uh, sometimes it's tough. Yeah. Speaking on the character development, I think the thing that brings people together the most is hardship. Uh, maybe not the most, but definitely a lot. And in Civil Air Patrol, they'd always put us through, you know, not necessarily hazing doing PT for no reason, but the more PT you do and the more uh, hard workouts you do with your team, somehow you feel closer together. And I think that's because when you expose your vulnerabilities to each other, 
um, and work hard at something, then, then you're closer. So it'll probably, you know, I don't want Joel to get sick either, but no matter what hardship, I know it'll bring Jacob and I closer and probably make me stronger too. So yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Well, let's not hope uh, for that, but you know, <laughs> yeah, be prepared for it. So, Hey, uh, Thanksgiving is coming up in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Yeah, it's wow. on Wednesday. Today is it's, Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what day it is. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm retired. I, I, I don't care. You don't count. <laughs> Every day just is, a, is another day. But yeah. um, uh, other than uh, and good news, uh, I have a new book coming out called yes. War Stories, Wisdom Acquired Randomly. And this mm-hmm. is what you need to know before you get to the airport. So all, all of you listeners that are out there are ready to, are about to take a trip for the holidays. You got to get this book and read it before you get going because uh, – I think I sent you a, a pre-read and it's got uh-huh. all kinds of uh, thoughts and ideas and the uh, suggestions, maybe even to, to have a, a safe journey as I call it. So uh, uh, that was a good news. And, uh, you know, we were both working with uh, Lugo Santiago, my number one protege, you're number two, but um, I only because he's older, but uh, <laughs> anyway, he, uh, he owns uh, way books press and I'm so grateful that he's around and uh, helps me take care of the, the minutia stuff I just write, he does all the, the, the wow. fancy stuff. So anyway, should be out uh, here in the next few days. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing it on Amazon and Apple books. So there's my yeah. pitch. You got a time, timely execution with the holidays, everyone flying to see their family and stuff. Yeah. Well, and one of the, the and it's all stories, you know, they all are, that's why I call it war stories. But one of them uh, that the thought uh, that I, that's in there is there are only two emotions at an airport, Deva, really, uh, you know, there's a joy and sadness, sadness when someone's leaving and joy when someone's arriving well, or in, in the, and vice versa. If you're traveling, you know, you're all mm-hmm. excited about getting there and seeing the family and all that stuff. Yeah. And vice versa, when you leave, you're all sad about leaving them and all that kind of stuff. So um, uh, that's at least an observation that I've had for, for many, many years, but uh, especially during Thanksgiving, you know, it's a, uh, obviously a time for us to get together and more importantly and by the way i, I think you know that lugo and i do uh, another podcast the uh, leaders and mm-hmm. futures that uh, we're, uh, we'll talk about this week we'll talk about uh, being grateful again at, at mostly at, as a leader but leading you know it's not work related all the time you're leading right now as a mother and you're going to do it even more as, as you have five or six more kids oh, uh, my goodness. oh you didn't know that <laughs> Jacob and you I know talk. before I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We already Jacob and I already have names for them, so don't worry about it. You, <laughs> talking on Skype or something. <laughs> we got a list of them. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, it's always important, I think, that we take time, and we should do it more often to be mm-hmm. grateful. You know, because we we do live in a great country. It's there's a lot of crazy crap happening right now, and but yeah. it always is happening. You know, but uh, we we have some uh, some pretty good things. Uh, uh, to live up to and to live within. So uh, I know I am, I am, uh, I've lived in other countries. I've traveled throughout the world and there's nothing like the U S of a, to, to come mm-hmm. back to, you know, and, um, and, and enjoy all of the freedom that we have. So uh, are you, is your family going to be together for Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We're going to drive up there on Wednesday and Jacob's family lives very close to my grandparents on my mom's side. So it'll be my mom's side of the family. And then we'll come back and probably have something. We're going this weekend to spend time with my, my dad's side. So okay. it'll be great. Yeah. All right. Good. Now, has everyone seen the baby, and uh, did, have they met uh, Joel yet, or not? Yes, they're they're playing games to see who babysits him first, and when one family babysits him, the other one gets jealous and says they have to have him. So it's great. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get we've had a few date nights, which have been good because his mom or my grandmother really really want to to spend time with him. So yeah. 
And yeah. they live within a, a short distance, not too far. Yeah, actually, uh, my grandparents, I don't know if you know this, but the way I met Jacob was he was mowing the lawn for my grandfather. My grandfather owns a summer camp for kids with autism. Um, and his mom is the cook at that camp. She does all the cooking and she lives about fifth, no, eight minutes, eight minutes from oh, the camp. Wow. Yeah. So when I, when I would go up there for the summer, we were only eight minutes apart. Um, that was pretty great, but that's one thing to be grateful for. I mean, we get yeah. to go up there and get to kill two birds with one stone, which doesn't sound very pleasant for Thanksgiving, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh get to go see all of our family at one time, which is really nice. Very so, good. Very no good. Flying. That's great. It doesn't all work always work out that way. Deb and I were like uh, our parents, our families were I don't know three thousand miles apart. So it, uh, uh, but it all works out. Again, it all works yeah. out. So uh, wow. what at at your age in your generation, Deva? What are you guys grateful for? You know, it, it seems us old farts go around saying they're they're grateful for nothing. You know, uh, <laughs> they just want to sit around and get everything and not work for anything. But surely, as a generation, you guys are surely have to be grateful for something. I mean, I, I know I'm grateful for quite a lot of things. Um, uh, if we're going to talk about the negative side of figuring out what we're not grateful for, or what we should be more grateful about, I, I think that my generation um, needs time to carve out to know what they're thankful for. Um, I know myself having Thanksgiving and being actually led to say, hey, this is a time that you should remind yourself of what you're grateful for. I think that's that's a thing that we should do much more often. Um, I was just having a, a shower thought, <laughs> so I would call it, um, about uh, taking Jacob on a uh, anniversary trip. So we live in Austin, and there are some wonderful places in Austin, and there are also some places that I don't necessarily feel very safe. And you were just talking about how, you know, living in America, we should be grateful that we are so much safer, more well-fed, have better incomes, you know, all these other things than other countries, um, some other particular countries. And I, I completely agree, um, although I think Jacob and I have definitely kind of gotten to this mindset of like, oh, the crime rate in Austin is so bad, I don't feel comfortable. Um going outside at certain times in certain places and uh he's gotten tools stolen from his truck a few times i don't know if i've mentioned that on the podcast but in you know in his hometown where he grew up you could leave your truck unlocked nobody's going to come onto your property and, and go yeah. steal your tools from your truck uh, much different in austin so so um i know that we've gotten in this mindset of thinking oh i just can't wait back to get, wait can't wait to get back to the country um, and I think we've lost sight of, and we, we've said this a few times, so we're aware of it, um, how grateful we are to get to go to downtown Austin to a nice restaurant or go swim in Barton Springs. And it's really cold, cold, uh, man-made pool, but it's spring fed. So it's all natural water, like really beautiful, like the sunsets over Austin. Like there's so many beautiful things that are happening here that we're going to miss out on if our mindset the whole time is, oh, I just can't wait to leave because the crime is so horrible. Or I don't feel very safe, um, which is an important thing to consider. But um, the, yeah, that's one of the, oh, the shower thought, right. But getting back to my shower thought, mm -hmm. shower thought was taking him on a trip. And um, I was thinking uh, everything's really expensive. So we didn't want to go somewhere and, and necessarily spend a bunch of money. So I thought, oh, camping. And I said, Jacob, do you like camping? And he's like, I've never really had very good experiences camping. And I definitely have. And so I'm thinking, okay, I'll take him camping. And and maybe, just maybe, if we stay outside with no locked doors or anything, like in a safe place, then we'll start to realize that, you know, we can be out in nature in a tent and 
not necessarily worry if someone's going to come in and murder us in the middle of the night. You know, that's not a normal concern that I think people should have when they're when they're camping, maybe in the back of their mind. But, you know, we shouldn't be overly concerned that everything is so horrible and people are just out to get us like it's that's not the case. Um, and that's the end of my rant um, is that, you know, we have to be wary of those things. But I think being grateful with where you're at and not starting to think that we live in a super unsafe place, because the truth is we don't in comparison to others. So, yeah. And yeah. Uh, although I'm not sure that we've ever really touched on the topic itself, but character, especially what we would consider good character, really is based on an attitude. Mm-hmm. Just like you say, you know, if you're a, a negative person and everything sucks, well, you know what? Everything's going to suck because mm-hmm. you're looking for that stuff, you know, and and that affects you. It's, it's a cycle. It's a negative cycle where you put it in. A, we used to say garbage in, garbage stays. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you put in negative thoughts and you're going to get negative thoughts going out. So and, and uh, behavior as well, because it affects you uh, and vice versa. You know, you, you do have to be wary of things. You know, you don't go in some parts of the country or some parts of, of town where, you know, mm-hmm. it's dangerous. Uh, but um, but there are a lot of places. And, uh, and I think, like you say, you know, there, there's wars going on, Deva, uh, yeah. in the world, you know, and, and I can't even imagine uh, being there, uh, especially right now. But um, but we're not. Thank goodness. Yeah. And, uh, you know, although even in parts of the country. There's some wars going on in a way. So uh, we should, uh, yeah, I, I think it starts with a good attitude that things are good and we're going to make them good. And then they become good. Yeah. And, uh, and, and again, as far as uh, your, your generation, are there any specifics that you think uh, your, your generation is grateful for? I mean, you know, and again, we, right. we, 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 we say you don't want to do work. We, you don't want to uh, uh, do what it takes to receive the benefits that we work for, especially us older folks, you know, uh, is yeah. that so? I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not you. I don't know. Well, I know I thinking about um, maybe your generation, my grandfather's around your age. And I think he would say that uh, it's not necessarily that we don't, we aren't grateful for things or that we don't uh, do the things that you guys had to do or work so hard for. I think he would say there are so many things that you guys had to do that we don't, and we don't see the differences. I, I, I mean, um, it's always a dinner table conversation Bring up to bring up how um, my great-great-grandfather worked um, really hard in the Depression or my great-great-grandmother, you know, made ends meet with the amount she had and um, and he was working in the in the oil field, um, Cabot Oil, it's called, uh, that's the company name, which is now their, their golden, their white golden retriever's name, Cabot. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. um, yeah, uh, but... Um, but yeah, I think that that we don't know what it could be like or the things that you guys did have to go through. And then on the flip side, I also think that there's a lot of things that we could complain about that that maybe the older generation doesn't understand. I mean, everyone's talking about the rising rates of depression with social media Um just the addiction with technology. And that's not to say that it's, um, that's not our fault because theoretically it really is our fault. If we're the one looking at our phone all day and, uh, depressed because we can't stop scrolling on dopamine filling videos. I mean, that's all our fault, but at the same time, it's almost like, you know, if you were to say, Oh, the opioid epidemic was so huge when I was a kid and we were all hooked on drugs, you know, like that's your fault, but it's at the same time, something to say like, Oh, that sounds really hard. That's a, that's a rough time to be in. Um, so what things are we grateful for? I mean, 
I think at the same, it's weird. We're, we're grateful for our vices. We're thankful that we can go more places because we have telephones to talk to our parents. Like I know a generation younger than me um, probably gets to do more um, than you guys did. I guess if, if you had your a cell phone at 12 years old, you could go on a movie date with your friends and not have your parents really worry. Um, but uh, then again, I've heard, is this true? I know that uh, my grandparents say that and my dad says, you know, they went everywhere without cell phones and it wasn't a problem. They just left. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and like anything else, you adjust, you know, if you yeah. don't have it, you won't use it. And if you do, you will. I mean, if we, if we, if we took your phones away from you, you'd figure out another way to communicate. You know, that's, that's just a good a idea. Yeah. It, it would happen, but, uh, <laughs> but, it, but it is a, a convenience that's, and now uh, in to some degree, cause I'm as bad as anybody we're spoiled by it. You know, uh, now I, yeah. I put my phone, I don't even know where my phone is right now, which is a good thing, but, yeah. uh, but I have that thing in my hand more than I should, but yeah. that also could connects me, which is what I'm thankful for. Mm-hmm. You know, what not, we're doing and, right now. Exactly. You know, uh, I studied with Stephen Covey, and he always talked about as long as you use that tool to help you, and it, it's not controlling you, then it's a good thing, and that makes mm-hmm. sense. You know, but a lot of times we, and I think, I don't know, is it an addiction? Uh, my, I have a granddaughter who reminds me of you, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. Nieves, who has that thing in her hand the whole all the time. Yeah. You know, all the time, and and she says she has no friends. So I tell her, well, who are you texting then? <laughs> you know, because if yeah. you have no friends and you're on that thing texting, you know, and I love her dearly, but it's just the way she was brought up. She's at your age, 21, but uh, that's the way, uh, you know, some people were brought up and uh, they have that, you know, it's, it's a crutch to some degree, you know, and, and then I'm not dissing anyone. I'm just saying it is the way it is. So, uh, I mean, I remember having a phone on the wall. You, you've seen it on movies, you know, and we hung out. At the, in the kitchen next to the phone so we could talk to our friends and all that kind of stuff so it you know it's just a different time but uh, but yeah. still and you're you're right in, in one of my um i can't remember which i think is called uh a random thought one of my podcasts that uh, airs uh, on mondays and fridays uh my topic for monday is think and thank you mm-hmm. know i think we need to make time as regardless of our age regardless of our generation regardless of what we're doing to think a little bit and thank a little bit, you know, when we think about what we do have, maybe it'll make us grateful. And when we are grateful, I can't, I don't think you can have a bad day. You know, when you, when you get up in the morning, cause that's the first thing I do is I, I give thanks to the creator for what I'm blessed with. I don't deserve any of it, but I count it as grace and I'm glad I have it, especially, uh, uh, uh physical fitness because you'll understand in about 50 years, uh, that's a, that's a blessing when you can wake <laughs> up. <laughs> so yeah. it's a, uh, Walk around the but, house. Yes, and <laughs> walk down the stairs. Yes. Uh, I I just had um, uh, uh, what is it? Steroid injections. I don't know right. if you notice. I, I look a little bit uh, more buff today because <laughs> uh, they gave me those steroids, and uh, I I had been avoiding that for a long time for gosh a couple of years, and man, what a difference! Now I can go up and I mean Good. I can run up and down the stairs and after the dog oh, no. everything. You know, it's a oh uh, man. <laughs> yeah, so I I don't know that that's a blessing because uh, the dogs don't appreciate <laughs> it, but nonetheless, it's a it is a blessing. I'm glad that we have the technology, so yeah. we should be grateful for that. But uh, but again, especially as we get to, to Thanksgiving, I, I I commend all of our listeners, all of us, take a few minutes and think about what yeah. you should be grateful for and be grateful. And, you know, again, if you start your day that way every day, well, if it makes your day even about 10% better, that's pretty good, you know? Because yeah. uh, I know some people that just, uh, I had a pastor who told me there are two kinds of people in this world. 
those that get up in the morning and uh, uh, say, good morning, God. And those mm-hmm. that get up in the morning and say, good God, morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. That's One or good. the other. I'll list a few because you asked me what our generation is thankful for. And the answer is we need to be more thankful as always. But, you know, AC is pretty nice. I love my AC. <laughs> yeah. The weather can be nice. A lot of times this morning, I was thankful that um, I found this new YouTube music thing that can play rainy, rainy music where it has rain in the background, but coffee shop jazz at the same time. I mean, technology is great, but also music. I know you're you're you love you're a lover of music and um, family. There's there's so many things to be grateful for. Um, and I think a lot of them are similar from the new generation to the old. But what are some things while we're, while we're closing up that you think your generation might be more thankful for or that you particularly are more thankful for? Well, and, and this, I think, happens to all of us, our health. It really is. You yeah. know, when you're feeling fairly healthy, that's a good thing. And um, and you appreciate that. Right now, you're, uh, your health really isn't a priority because mm-hmm. you're not hurting. But when you get old enough to start hurting, aching and all that kind of stuff, then that day or two or whatever that mm-hmm. you don't ache, those are good, uh, uh, good days. So yeah. I, I think that's number one. And I and, and for some type of financial stability, I think everybody wants to not have to work too much and still live well. And, you know, and, and of course, safety for especially for our kids. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, now you're understanding. <laughs> yeah, oh, finally. <laughs> yeah, finally. You understand. Getting closer. Yes, it's getting yeah, and uh, and and it'll get, it'll evolve. I don't know how long we're going to be doing this podcast, but it'll evolve as he gets bigger. You, you're going to be worried more about him jumping on the uh, the couch and jumping off of it and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Give it time. So, yeah, we're well, already evolving. I mean, we started this podcast. I was a sophomore in college, and now I'm about to graduate, and I've got a kid. So definitely different seasons yeah. to to be talking yeah. about with this generation thing. Yeah. And graduation will be a great thing to be grateful for. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then, and then we'll see what comes next. I will not well, flunk all my classes. I can, I can hopefully promise you that. Yes. <laughs> <Until May. laughs> we'll find out. Drop out, drop out in a few months. Well, I always, I'm always grateful to spend some time with you, Deva. And uh, you. I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving. Don't eat too much because you got to burn it off. Okay. We can eat more though. Younger generation, you eat all you want. I'm just kidding. Is that all? Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to talk about that sometime. Okay. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening. We hope that there was something that you heard in this episode that will help empower you to become a better leader. A leader of character. If you'd like to connect with us, please email us at cloc at leadershipandforesight.org. Until next time, be great. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.